Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to For Geek's Sake. My name is Al Sterling in the studio today with producer Dan. Hey, everybody. We got co-host Liz. Hello. Technical director Eli. What's going on? And oh my God, I am so excited. Uh, <laughs> we are so happy to welcome back Katrina. It's been a long time. Right with the C. With a C. Let's get that straight. Yes. Katrina with a C. Uh, we were we almost did Nerd Moms three the quickening. It almost happened. It almost <laughs> did. But we didn't have wine. We did not. We were short wine. At which point Tyree, who was our other Nerd Mom, just left. Yeah. Uh, there was a lot of cursing. There was right. a lot of rage. S- yeah. There, there's a yeah. there's a new hole punched in our wall. And I want to be clear here: no one blames her. No, not nope. at all. Uh, it's actually my fault for not providing the wine. Mm-hmm. I know, I know, I know <laughs> what happens. You know what you did. Yeah, luckily, uh, Katrina drinks whiskey, so we managed to ply her with some yeah, single I'm malt. I'm fine. <laughs> so now we're just uh, drinking brown liquor. So brown liquor angry. meat. Yay! Single malt meat. There you go. I'm actually an old man. Isn't That's that fine. Neat? That's pretty neat. That's fine. Uh, we got a show for you today. We do. We do have a thing. Yeah. Uh, got a couple things for our intro here. First, uh, thanks to those of you guys who come and h- came and hung out with us last night at Kelly's Ice Cream. Yeah. Yeah, thanks, guys. That was awesome. I don't know how much money we raised, but we raised money for Orlando Roller Derby. And Al, tell him about your big grand prize. I won. He won the contest. I won the contest. What? It was By a, proxy. Uh, <laughs> well, what happened was it was $5 to enter the contest. To, it was an ice cream taste, and they blindfold you and tell you what flavor, whatever. And so no, I no, was, they don't tell you what flavor. They don't, so the you point. have to tell them what flavor. So I uh, signed up, and it turns out I was the only one who did. So I got the I got the prize. Yes. So. That was good. Indeed. Nice. And I it did I may or may not have uh fed both my two year old and myself ice cream for dinner. I did. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> but Kelly's homemade ice cream. We were at the one over on Corinne Drive. They have flights of ice cream. They have ice cream flights. That's pretty great. Yeah. They're yeah, on it they're is. on Corinne Drive in the Audubon Park area and they also have a brand new location on Michigan. Yeah. In the Soto area. It used to be a little cafe called the the coffee garden. That's really no, excited. That's really exciting because my new our office is moving to that area. So Dude, new places. There's a Gringos Locos over there now yeah. and a Kelly's ice cream. Here's good luck with parking. Yeah. Well, also, the, also that anything in Corinth Drive, just forget it. Just here's what I did. I actually I know it's not terribly safe, but I pulled my kid out of his car seat and had him ride in my lap as we got close. <laughs> and then I just opened the door and rolled out and let my car go where it will. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's about the only way to find parking on Corinth Drive. So this week in parenting with Al, <laughs> <laughs> then we had ice cream for dinner and it was great. Um, no, no, you with, had with an entire flight of ice cream, in, but at least bananas and nuts to at least get some protein and like fruit in it. Nope. <laughs> I got my kid a scoop of chocolate ice cream and then he actually alternated. He had an ice cream cone and he was very excited about it, but he had the little tasting spoon because I'm yeah. trying mm-hmm. flavors. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so he like he would take a couple licks off of his and then saw my little four scoops in their little waffle cone flight and he just kept digging into mine while holding his. And I'm like, no, bastard. You eat your own <laughs> goddamn ice cream. It's And he, I was there a witness. He actually legitimately said that exact phrase to his two-year-old child. <laughs> yeah. Well, then, then he told me to fuck off because... Right. Yeah. Anyway, because he's your kid. Uh, yeah, he's, he, he comes by it honestly. Um, oh, by the way, like because it's been quite a time since I've been on the show, the fact that we can curse now makes like we, makes me so happy. Just, Al's getting soft in his older age. I just gave AKA up. AKA, I came on with all of my jersey and said, "I just gave up." <laughs> we say fuck now. Uh, a couple of the quick things. We also have to give a shout out to. If we're going to talk about Kelly's ice cream, we have to talk about Papa Sabs. Oh yeah, of course we got to talk about Papa, Papa Sabs. Sabs. Papa Sabs. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. How, did you like your... Um, yeah, it was a good Philly. Yeah, it was a good Philly, right? Yeah. 
Right? Yeah. They don't pay us, by the way. They're just really right. good food, and we eat them all the time. <laughs> so go down there, tell them for Geek Steak Sencha. It's in Castleberry on 436 near Redbug. Uh, actually, uh, mm-hmm. the same building where we uh, our studio is. Where is our studio exactly? I'll never tell until right. we finish naming it. Uh, never. Last, last little, two other last quick things, a uh, little housekeeping there. Uh, iTunes, we have a winner for our iTunes contest for the leaving us a review on iTunes and getting those five free games. You did the thing? I did the thing. You did the thing. I did not. I, 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 I don't have the name, though. Oh. So. It's probably have, me. I created seven like fake <laughs> accounts and did seven <laughs> fake. Stop it. Don't do have, say do that. Do you have like a username? Yeah, I have the username. <laughs> but What's I, the username? I don't have it. Oh. I forgot it. Uh, we could, I, forgot I mean, we it. could just log in. And I'll find it later. Yeah. But we do have a winner. He didn't, so no, he didn't do it. He's, he's totally No, I have it. Uh-huh. I have it. I don't believe you. I'm calling you out, Al. Shut up. I have it. I just forgot it. <laughs> it's like my, I have a girlfriend. She's in Canada. Uh, Does your wife know about that? <laughs> no. <laughs> she, she just told me to leave her alone. She, she's Aww. not Aww. my wife, the girl. Yeah, like she's, she's in Colombia. His wife. Uh, recognition, by the way, last little bit I have for you here. Recognition, that was the Orlando Police Department was working with Amazon to do the live facial recognition, mm-hmm. uh, which was yeah. a slight concern for those of us that give a shit about, you know, privacy or, well, anything like that. Any of your, really, <laughs> pick your favorite amendment, all of them. Right. Um, <laughs> but the recognition, that's the one with the K. Uh, recognition with the K is officially <laughs> dead. They have rolled back that policy. Uh, I don't know that it'll stay that well, way. Well, yeah, it's probably gone because they already have all our faces in the database. So, what do they need mm-hmm. to well, keep it? The, the, the <laughs> statement from the Orlando Police Department did say that they were only using four cameras and that they were using police officers as that had volunteered as testing subjects to see how well it worked. So, it wasn't quite as pervasive as the initial statement that Amazon, the Amazon guy, made. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. That's what they want you to think. Right. I don't know if I believe it or not. I'm really just comfortable that it's not in Look, place. All right I'm now. saying is that I am a am a huge Waze user, and so Waze, it being the, uh, I guess we're doing mom apps with Liz <laughs> uh, <laughs> at the top of the show this week. Waze is bomb. So bomb. I no, use Waze, Waze and Waze alerts. So so those of you that don't know, Waze is a, is a map and navigation app, but it's also so much more. And it alerts you if you're coming up on a red light camera. So every time that I'm driving and Waze alerts me that there's a red light camera detected ahead, I always make sure to make just the ugliest face <laughs> when I'm going through that intersection. Because you're not going to get my face in your database. As oh, far man. as the government's concerned, I look like this. Wow. <laughs> you, you do let those cameras take pictures of the back of your car, not the front of your car. The badonkadonk? Mm-hmm. The car's badonkadonk? Yeah, you got to like... So you got to badonk... You got to somehow mess up your car's rear end? You got to shake it a bit. Eli, you are, you, are you just here to ruin the show tonight? Just, like, <laughs> he, he's not not here for that. Liz, <laughs> Liz, do you know how red light cameras work? Uh, this I can explain episode. it to Why don't you mansplain it to me? <laughs> this is episode 169. 169, Hey-o. of course, being the number of days since Flint has been without water. That's a joke, obviously. It's actually <laughs> 880 plus or minus, and there's over a dozen people dead were poisoning children. Just a reminder, let's get into some This Week in Geek. Woo-hoo. We're going to start here. Yeah, I'm doing that. I'm doing that. We're moving Good. straight on. I <laughs> love it. Uh, wow. We are going to get into we, So we were going to do a whole Incredibles 2 movie review, mm-hmm. uh, but we were really tired. And we just kind of just said, you know what? We Whatever can't. happened to the smoke and mirrors? Yeah. <laughs> I, no. guess, I guess we told the people that we were doing We were. And there's no, like, I don't have a good reason. Hey, we hey, were, you're welcome. We were tired. Right. And we just, everything I could <laughs> So we're going to do well, Also, we all realized that, like, the review was going to go something like this. How'd you feel about this? Nine. Loved it. Great. Moving on. Because there's really nothing to debate. This movie was awesome. It, it was, was. Incredible. It was. It was incredible. Yeah. It, it was incredible. Will. So we're going to do a real quick, uh, just a real quick, like, just a, a spoiler-free chat about uh, Incredibles 2. All right. 
Spoiler free. uh, Spoiler free. Keep it. Keep it. Well, I was going to say rated G, but that's nowhere close to the show anymore. No. Uh, uh, Keep it it to basically how the reviews are out right now. Yeah, kind of. So, <laughs> Katrina, uh, uh, what'd you think? What, what'd you, what's your what's your, what's going on with this movie? What what's it doing for you? Okay, things that I loved about the, the most is that it kind of kicked off right where it ended. So that was so there was it was seamless. Um, I really appreciate the fact that they found a child actor for uh, Dash, which I thought like, how are they going to find a kid who sounds just like him? They they, they found did. they found they a kid right. like because I I knew that Violet was an adult who had a childlike voice much like my own adult <laughs> voice that sounds like a childlike <laughs> voice um, so I knew I had a feeling that they would recast her um, so that I found really great um, me I'm such like a slut for mid century modern design and so <laughs> the fact that they same girl same so the fact that they continued that um, uh, could you say that for me one more I'm time I'm a slut for mid century modern design. Okay. Just um, Slut for Midmon if you want to abbreviate yeah. that. So the fact that they <laughs> went ahead and they continued that on, I was like totally game. Um, acting was on point like like it was before. Uh, stylistically, I mean, storyline, I think storyline I found where it, it, it was seamless like from the first one to now, mm-hmm. but I feel like they were able to play with the politics a little bit more to make it more like relevant to now. Yes, agreed, 100%. Uh, what about you, Dan? Um, I loved it. I took my son. He is obviously the demographic for this. He, he's right. 10. Um, and he liked it better than the first one. So are you saying that this movie wasn't made for you? Uh, I'm saying it wasn't made specifically for me. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, then I could still enjoy it. <laughs> okay. Do you want to? I have to say something else. Mm. Yeah. I enjoyed The Incredibles 2 more than I did Infinity War. <gasps> I mean, I'm that's, not, that's, yeah, there's, no, I'm not going to argue not. with you. <laughs> Well, and this, I think no, we, we we talked about this before because so so we did it obviously did an Infinity War review and it was very 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 long uh, because Infinity War was very 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 long. Yes, um, we came to the conclusion that I was whelmed by Infinity War, but I <laughs> sobbed like a baby at the end of Deadpool two, and I've so I think so so I think that uh, my Marvel priorities are like way screwed up. But yeah, so uh, uh, I'll go next for the Incredibles two thing here. Um, so my kids loved the original Incredibles. I have a, I have like a 2004 Tahoe. So <laughs> we have it has a little DVD player in the back, and so they they watch movies whenever they get in the car. And so they Incredibles is one of the ones that they've had on repeat for a long time, which I appreciated because I just drive around listening to movies over and over and over again. Yeah. And it's really nice when the movie's not not just terrible. It's not like Little Einsteins. Yes. When it was. You know what also doesn't hold up? Blaze and the Monster Machines doesn't hold up. <laughs> you know what else doesn't fucking hold up? N- the, the Ninjago movie. It does not hold up. Oh, really? It, the first four times, okay. But after nine or so, I'm just getting a little twitchy. Mm. Um, but Incredibles, I could watch. If Michael yeah. Bay did an animated movie, it would be the Ninjago movie. Yeah. It yeah, would basically. be. Oh, my God. Yeah, That's it would so be. so accurate. Uh, but anyway, so so they were, my kids, my, my, my oldest has been asking me when Incredibles 2 was coming for months and months and months. So we went all out. I spent literally, I probably spent $100 going to the movies with the me, oh my God. wife, the kids. Well, I we went spent, to the. We spent, nine, we spent over $100 because that was my Father's Day gift to both my dad, my father. That was actually my, my Father's Day and, gift, too. Yeah, and my, um, my husband. So we went, like, big family. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we did four, and I walked up to that concession stand like just just balling. I was like, "Whatever, popcorn? You want candy? Yeah, you could have a five dollar piece of five dollar candy box. You could have gotten for eighty nine cents at Walmart. I don't give a shit. Let's do well, this thing. Check yeah, your freaking bags on the way in now. It's yeah. such garbage. Cargo shorts. Mm-hmm. 
I actually have a pair from a from a yeah. previous Halloween costume. I'm saying. Yeah. Were you Al for Halloween? No, I was a purple <laughs> parrot. Oh, okay. You should That's know all about that, Dan. Yeah. Uh, but they didn't wear cargos. Anyway, point is... Depends on the year. No. My kids loved yes. it. Uh, I loved it. I identified so much with uh, with Mr. Incredible from the first movie as he was like struggling to figure out who he was. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just really, and watching him continue to struggle with who he is. But I loved the interactions with the with with the characters. I loved the female characters in this man. Yeah, I just like Elastigirl was phenomenal. She was she was so every woman. But she was badass. But, but I tell you right now, my favorite character there is is Violet. Violet is really abso- absolutely my favorite character. I identified. I worked with teenagers for a long time, and I enjoy working with teenagers because they're so. There is no creature on earth that can smell bullshit better than an American teenager. <laughs> Just none. Yeah. And Violet calls the bullshit on the family at yeah. every given moment. And I yeah, love the way she did she it. She really does. Do you I know how many the times romance in there? Just awesome. How Between many her and the boy. In my life, I was grounded for saying some some real true shit to my parents when I probably shouldn't have said some real true shit to my parents. Yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> s- same. Yeah, same. Exactly. And that's, and that's what Violet does. Uh, also, can we just talk about Jack-Jack versus the raccoon? That was the best. It was so cute. <laughs> there was a raccoon that actually ran across the street yesterday. My husband and I were in the car, and we just saw the raccoon. We instantly started talk- talking about that scene. Yeah. <laughs> it's awesome. Just It's yeah. just phenomenal. Uh, what about you? What's going on so I loved it. I loved it. I think it was... It was a great sequel 14 years later. I think it held up. I think that we didn't lose anything in those 14 years. And I think I love the apology. Right. The beginning, the apology at the beginning was great. And much to Katrina's point, like it did, it, it, it was able to be kept current, like while staying within the same time period of the movie. And cause it's very, the time period, we're not really sure. Yeah. It's 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 a a very alternate universe, obviously. Like we're not living in reality. And so it's like modern day, but if mid mod had stayed, but the aesthetic all our Batman the animated series yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. which has got like you know our deco right it's just it's just I mean it's got a little bit of that I mean they've got the riding running blimps but there's also rocket cars so you know you're good and you know I really love it and and usually I'm really kind of sensitive to this type of stuff when it comes to animated movies especially animated movies that are geared towards children so I don't like when they take incredibly serious themes and shove them into children's movies. But I think that they did a really good job, like you said, with watching Mr. Incredible kind of struggle with like his role and his, and so I think they did a whole gender. Yeah. Like like the whole, it was, you know, a very like stripping him of his traditional, you know, socio normative gender role and, and kind of touching on toxic masculinity a little bit and women empowerment and, and, you know, him dealing with like, well, I feel emasculated, but I shouldn't feel emasculated. And what I, I'm doing is still, is still good. And like, relevant and i just i thought it was really great i thought it was really great i love that um elastic girl had a fangirl like a hard yeah yeah, fangirl. yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, no, void was really void was great void She's is great. is easily one of my favorite characters yeah. from this movie i think just because i i identify with her the most like kind of like i do this really cool thing but i'm really awkward about it <laughs> <laughs> and can i tell you too so so amazing use of powers you know that's yeah. always the thing with me for super with yeah. superhero yeah. But, Amazing use of powers. Incredible. Amazing use yeah. of saying in the saying and making the rules of the universe and sticking to it, mm-hmm. uh, and absolutely slaughtered the Bechdel te- Bechdel te- Bechdel test Bechdel test. Yes, what? 
Yeah, the Bechdel. Bechdel. B i c h d e l. I read it. I never actually. I don't think I ever said it. So this is the this is the th- one of the things that they do. It's a kind of a, a, a litmus test here. Okay. Um, whether or not there are two named female characters that talk to each other about something other than a male in the movie mm. for for at least two minutes. Right. For not just like a quick like hi hey, how you doing like an actual conversation. So the whole scene between. What's her face? So and, uh, D- uh, Evelyn Dever. Yeah, between Evelyn and, and Elastigirl, when they're sitting there drinking old fashions, just mm-hmm. like right. shooting the shit about how much it sucks to be a woman in society. Right. Yeah. That well, scene was incredible. That, well, that, and that, the, that like it spoke to me. I was like, yes, girl, yes. Right. And again, <laughs> avoid, avoiding spoilers here, but that yes, that the conversations between Elastigirl and Void. There's you see I mean this, this there, there's a ton of them and they mm-hmm. do a really good job and yeah. it doesn't it, and it feels very natural. So I have I have so the burning question so I think that the only like this movie had no controversy so the only like teeny tiny little bit of controversy surrounding this movie is the scene that was sensitive to that they had to have the warning about the movie because of the scene the that, strobes the strobes and oh, how yeah. it, so so how do you feel about that? All right, so it was because my because look while I just asked you, I'm going to give you my opinion <laughs> first. All right, are you a man? I that guess feels like. So. Are you going to tell me how I feel? No, about I'm it just now? taking back what's rightfully mine. Goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> so, so my thought process was it was a cool scene, but it even bothered me, and I don't have any kind of you know sensory. visual you know, sensory. Right. So issues. the problem is there, this isn't really a spoiler. There's a there's a couple scenes in the movie where there's a there's a strobe that flashes a lot and. If you're if you're prone to epilepsy uh-huh. or if you have epilepsy, you're prone to seizures. It can set it off. I'll tell you that when it came on to me, similar to you, it was too much for me. I don't have a history of seizures, and I had to look away from the screen. Yeah, during like it, it bothered me. But so so while so do we think mm-hmm. that we sacrificed a little bit of of something that they owed to their audience for just like a quote unquote like thirty seconds of a cool visual effect? Because to me, it's like think about being a kid. Like, like, yes, there's a warning about it, but you have no idea when that's going to happen in the movie. So even if you have a kid with epilepsy... And that warning you didn't read, come out at first. You, yeah, you read yeah. the warning. Even even after you read the warning, you're still not going to take your kid to see that movie because no one's going to give you a timestamp. Right. You know what I mean? And I just... I just that, that was the only thing that like bothered it's, me a little bit is I was like, I think we're excluding some of the potential audience by... Not, you it's know a I little mean? nitpicky, but you can also... Yeah. Like, nothing else is happening during that scene other than the flash. Uh, you could just close your eyes. Yeah, you can look away. I, th- I think you can close. I, I, f- and like, I mean, that's mom- literally what I did. Okay, so let me now. Let me mom explain now. This. <laughs> so I'm gonna mom explain and say that I don't give a fuck. You know, it's just like I feel like we have to tiptoe around every single little thing. And like, okay, maybe my kids are fortunate because they don't have food allergies and they don't have epilepsy and they don't have this and that. But you know what? But I have encountered many children and kids I've taken into my own care and been very conscious about, but as a storyteller, because mm-hmm. I do write and I do, you know, and I, I engage, I'm like, as a storyteller, I don't want to sacrifice my creative vision. Like, and I'm also a designer. I'm not going to sacrifice my creative vision because of a niche member of my audience. And I think that they made the decisions based on their ability as creators mm-hmm. and you just let it go and they told the story, and I thought it was, and what I found about it is because I didn't watch it in 3D, and I found it completely immersive without watching it in 3D. Yeah. And so if they can make that effect as storytellers without having to rely heavily on 3D and still get that effect, then they did their job, and that's their job. Their job is not to create for their audience. Their job is to create for themselves and hope the audience comes along with them. Hmm. And I think uh, 
obviously nowhere along the way were any of the people making the, f- the film sensitive to that. Um, not not in a way of like not caring about it, but just they watching it, they didn't have a seizure. Right. You know what I mean? And test screenings, nobody had a seizure. Yeah. This yeah. didn't happen until it was a major release, and they just might not have thought about it right. until somebody wrote a letter. Right. right, right, right. And I'm not saying that it was like done with malicious intent right. or that you know yeah. they were like, but to me, it's just it 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 seems a little, I guess, unnecessary. Yeah, maybe. I mean, it's a yeah. it's a it's a small it's a small scene, and I don't feel like it, really, it drove the plot all that hard. Well, and but if that's the biggest, but yeah, but, we've but got, exactly, like, like that's you know what's crazy? I really do believe that if we had if we had actually done our full review on this thing, this thing would have been in one of the top slots. I think this would have been this would have been shockingly high on our list of movies. Huh? It. I did my rankings and compared it to the list, and I had it as like the number se- six or seven. Oh, really? You had it lower yeah. than I would have thought. Okay. So we might have had some nice debates. That's true. All right, let's move on. Uh, up next, we got some Ninja Turtle news. Uh, yeah, we do. I loved ED. Loved Ninja Turtles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it Ninja was, Turtles it was, are the reason this show started. It was great. Remember, yeah, remember the Ninja Turtles, guys? So That was a fun time. Um. So they're getting rebooted theatrically. They're getting rebooted again. I so, don't understand. Because, you well, know, it worked so well the first time. I mean, here's what I will say. I'm not going to be sorry to see that particular iteration of the Turtles go away. I don't know that that iteration is going away. Just because they're saying they're rebooting it, it's still Michael Bay at the helm of this thing. Yeah, but no, 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 no. It's, it's the production company and that he's not. He is one third of that production company. It's him and uh, Michael Him and Brian, not Brian Fuller, the other Fuller. Oh, uh, I Mike, can't remember his Matthew name. Matthew Fuller, Michael Fuller, something like that, and, and yeah. one other one other guy. I forgot. All I'm all I'm saying though is, but that this if, is still if, a Michael Bay movie. If Michael Bay didn't exist, we also wouldn't have fun YouTube videos like a kitten falling off of a step and then exploding. <laughs> just just that, just just you like YouTube search. Mike, if Michael Bay directed and hit enter, and <laughs> then you'll great. just get like a bunch of random, like normal everyday things, like a kid trips as he's like walking down the sidewalk and falls down, and then oh the world God. explodes. <laughs> it's it's the greatest waste of your time. Uh, so here's the thing, I I think I spent entirely too long thinking about this because that's my job mm-hmm. to sit and spend entirely too long thinking about things like Ninja, <laughs> Ninja Turtle movie reboots. Mm-hmm. Like my kids are probably fine. Um, so the the here's the thing that I came away with. Uh-huh. The main problem here is that the Ninja Turtles are have are I don't want to say that they're out of stories to tell, but they're running they're clearly running dangerously low on stories that they're willing to tell. Um so Go on. We've seen well, okay, if you take a look at every single one of the movies, we mm-hmm. run across a couple major themes. Leo and Raph are gonna get into a fight. Splinter uh is gonna be wise and crotchety and ha- and, may- and is gonna fake die at some point. Uh-huh. Uh, we're gonna have Michelangelo be silly and Donatello's gonna do machines. That's uh, there's, no, there's, they've changed that. Pizza. Not in the cartoons. They've done, they've done, they've done a little bit. We'll get into the cartoon in a, in a second. We're not. <laughs> oh, that's right. Sorry, um, I forgot we weren't talking about cartoon yet. Uh, but so that's that's more or less. But is pizza still part of it? Yes. Is pizza still part of it? Pizza's always a part of it. Okay. But pizza we're gonna got find. Thirty seconds. <laughs> nice. But we're gonna do. We're gonna do one of a couple things though. We're gonna fight. We're gonna fight the Krang. We're gonna fight Shredder. I mean, the Krang showing up for the for the second Bay movie was like them really treading new ground. Yeah. So if you want to tell new stories, I thought about it here, and you've got really two ways you can go. I think. Okay. If you want to do a single big blockbuster Michael Bay style thing, I think you can bring in the Triceratons. 
All right. So the Triceratons are a bunch mm-hmm. of dinosaur bad guys. They're all Triceratops. Uh, they walk on their back legs, though. They wear leather jackets and and wear sunglasses, and if it wasn't a children's cartoon, they'd probably smoke cigarettes because they're so <laughs> cool. They're actually a hyper advanced race of space aliens. <laughs> uh, so anyway, they're 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 make they make for a pretty decent bad guy, and they would be if you want to go that Michael Bay level, they'd be really big and showy, and you could do it up with a lot of really really over the top CGI. Well, they introduced uh, what is his name uh, Baxter, but they didn't actually show a transformation for Baxter. Right. So we've still got that available. We've still got Krang available. Yeah, but you're basically getting into mouse. I mean, you're getting into the. You're going to do a very small variation on on the same thing. Like if you, I think you've got to tell something completely different. Now the other thought I've got: if Michael Bay's not directing this, and we managed to get him off of it, and you wanted to do what I'll refer to as a, and I'm not saying this is a good idea, a grittier Ninja Turtles. I say do uh. grittier Ninja Turtles, and April works for Vice News. Actually, <laughs> I'd watch the hell out of it. But you could also get into one of the big things that you see in the comics and in some of the animated series is the Purple Dragons. So the Purple Dragons are a street-level gang that the turtles go up against a whole bunch, and there's a lot of interesting stuff that you could do with that, but it's not going to be as kitty as the... Yeah, it would be like mutants versus humans. Like, take the whole, like... Right. And you, you know, it's like a fight for society kind of thing. Then exactly. all of a sudden, like it becomes interesting. And the inter- and the current run of the animated series does some interesting stuff with the Purple Dragons versus Shredder and his crew versus uh, uh, the Ninja Turtles. And then they have a couple of the groups like the Mighty Mutanimals and some of the other guys that are kind of playing in there. And they do some interesting stories. So with it's that. like the Warriors, but yeah, kind with of Ninja Turtles. Um, they're not going to do either one of those things, and so this is just going to suck. So, question for you, mm-hmm. because obviously you have a very deep, 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 deep love for Ninja Turtles. I do. Now, we all know that the reboot movie is just flat out no bueno. Yeah, just not good. Bad, He'd bad, very bad. Learned jitsu from a goddamn book. <laughs> Sorry. So we don't need to get into the details. We know. We're Sorry. just the make blanket statement. We know it's bad. Yeah. Now it's like in the Indiana Jones four bad. Ugh. Assuming why? there wasn't Indiana Jones Wait, four. We're trying to keep this There's like not. the least ragey episode we've had. Sorry, you stop you're right. This shit up? Sorry, go ahead. Oh, this is a refrigerator. Is going to save you. Oh my god! Rest. Don't get me. <sighs> okay. Anyway, so now are you a fan? Like, because if we want to compare the reboot to the original movies. I'm going to I'm going to throw this out there. We love the original movies because of nostalgia because they were not They're great garbage. either. No, no, no. I saw no, them no. recently and the, I was like, "Ooh." The first one. Oof. The first one holds up. Uh it does. They're Maybe cheesy, the storyline of the first one holds well, the, up. No, even even some of the effects <laughs> and such. I mean, yes, it's mm-hmm. still. I mean, you've got to understand it for its time period. I understand, but it was completely live action. Let's yes. not forget that the villains in that were a group. The Foot in this version <laughs> was a street gang of teenagers who had a skate park arcade and were dealing cigarettes. <laughs> yeah, they were selling. Regular Black market cigarettes. Maybe to the Triceratops uh, from space. You and know. Sam Rockwell. And, was and, uh, Sam Rockwell was awesome. And uh, what was it? And Vanilla Ice did the soundtrack. No, no, no. That's part two. Now part two falls apart pretty bad. Uh, Is that the one where the rat and the, and the other and the snapping turtle? No, that's, that's Toka and Ray's art. Now they go back in time oh. in Turtles 3. Yeah. That's... That one is that's terrible. Yeah, that's just so, terrible. Okay, so so we've established that you are an OG Ninja Turtles cartoon. The fan. Ninja Turtles. It's like Batman. You got to go back to the '90s cartoons to find the proper source. Yeah, material. that holds true to everything except the X Men cartoons. Correct. You are. Whoa! whoa. What? No, no, actually, no, no. Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Whoa. We have had. 
had we have had a discussion on this show where you two where you two have have openly admitted how fucking problematic oh. the early 90s oh, X-Men cartoons fuck, but are they're amazing they're amazing and they're they're the, okay the 90s gave like life to the dark phoenix saga which the fucking movies didn't and went okay so in x-men 2 when they show the shadow yeah, of yeah. the dark phoenix yeah. like, fuck yes dark phoenix okay. saga okay sorry sorry i'm getting really excited i'm getting really excited and then it became just her like <laughs> with like her eyes going black and her face getting all like veiny i'm like the fuck is this yeah. like it was like it was somebody took my childhood and jacked off on it Whoa. and then pissed on it and said here you go wow that got yeah. i love you Katrina. that got graphic vulgar because so so now that i know that we have like i don't have to be like that other persona and that i can be like my real self now. yeah yeah wow well, i didn't i don't know if we realized what we unleashed well no, no. so the no, 90s cartoon the 90s cartoon yeah. was problematic with the fact that r that every female character's basic move <laughs> was to fly in the air so they used their power once and then go, ah! where they had to be caught by yeah. either Wolverine or Beast. Or uh, Colossus. Or Colossus, yeah, I'm Colossus. sorry. Yeah, One exactly. of the big strong men had or, to go. Or, on occasion, Gambit. Yeah. I'll catch you, Cher. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With, that, with that, his accent alone was problematic. <laughs> uh, and probably racist. It's anyway. probably going to be again. But, oh yeah, but <laughs> the, the Channing Tatum version. But oh, the boy. thing is, it was the most faithful adaptation of a comic book of the comic cartoon, books. absolutely to its to that point. At least. And yeah. it is, and I've seen the other X Men cartoons. Mm. <sighs> well, to speak to like '90s cartoons, notice they have been remaking like every '70s cartoon. They're starting to remake all the '80s cartoons. They're not remaking '90s cartoons. Well, that's because we haven't gotten there yet. Well, they know they can't do any better. You know, yeah. I mean, like, well, there's one. Uh, yeah, speaking of remaking There's one 90s Eli. cartoons, All right, so to continue our Ninja a, Turtles mm, conversation. That's an 80s cartoon. That was an 80s that came out like, True. like although you were but a you baby wanna, child. I'm just trying to segue wanna, over here, guys. No, actually, actually no, Animaniacs came back. Animaniacs came back in DuckTales. Those are both 90s. They didn't reboot the Animaniacs, so they just re-released. But they're going to. We'll see. <gasps> no, we're not. We're not. No, no. Uh, no it's, it's not I will exciting. say the 80s cartoons, though, don't, don't hold up great. Oh, the 90s Ninja Turtles cartoons actually still do, and the current run is really good. Um, this animated series that they're releasing, though, we talked about this before, uh, and the new animated series, uh, just as a recap, what they've decided to do is make Raphael the leader uh, <sighs> and swap out his what? sigh for basically billy clubs. What? Uh, I forget the name of the actual weapon. I forget the name of it. Uh, and Leonardo now only has one sword instead of two. Michelangelo has some form of a weapon involving a string. It's like a mace. Like a weird like magic mace. It's like a Yeah, it's not even a morning star. No. It's like an almost bola. Yeah, kind of. So so this is relevant because we've talked about this before, but we we finally got a trailer. Yes. yes. So showing us just how garbage this is going to be. Here's the thing. I'm this is gonna be where I, I'm gonna say you're not gonna believe me here. Oh Al. This wasn't as bad as I thought it was gonna be. Shut up. I'm not saying it's really? good. Go home. This is now my show. It's not as bad at all. Here's why it's not as bad. Thundercats. That's <laughs> thunder, not, you thunder, can't. Thunder, thunder, no. Thunder. No. <laughs> Thundercats no. has lowered the bar so far. <laughs> like, like. You the, can't just say that something isn't shit because something else is shittier. Yeah. Right. This shitty thing is still shitty. I guess, I guess I'm this looking at This shitty thing just happens to be shittier. No, here's the thing. This just wasn't made for us. <laughs> so the Michael Bay movies 
have slaughtered my expectations and hope for Ninja Turtles that I think at this point I'm like, whatever. I just uh, can we go back to the movie for just a moment though? No, because yeah. the guy who's directing this thing. Um, oh yeah, speaking of reasons to just be confident. In yeah, it. his name is uh, Andrew Dodge, and I've got his picture here. He has previously written one feature film uh, called Bad Words. Anybody see that? Nope. No, didn't think so. Um, it was with uh, it's Jason totally, Bateman. It's totally in my Netflix queue, though. It was like <laughs> a thirty-something Jason Bateman is entering high school, uh, uh, elementary school spelling bees, because he never graduated the eighth grade, so technically he can. So What's Happy that? Gilmore. Kind of, it's yeah. The movie version of that one card game everyone hates to play now. Yeah. What? Wait, what? You know, the one you bring to parties and oh, Cards Against Humanity. Yeah, I can't say it anymore because there was an article recently that was like Cards Against Humanities is the new like something, mm. and it was very bad. It's so. what? It's the is new, the new what? Wait, like the new? Oh, oh, it's the new that it's the new the that, No, that guy playing the guitar at the party. You know, like. Uh. <laughs> anyway, here's Wonderwall. Like, you're the guy that pulls out like, hey guys, Cards Against Humanities. <laughs> oh no! But this guy now has two upcoming features: the Ninja Turtle movie. And Space Jam 2. So is R. Starring Kelly sil- uh, singing on the Space Jam 2 soundtrack? Everybody got it. I, still, <laughs> I, still, I still like that song. Yeah. I don't care. Everybody's 90s for life. It feels like that's going to be the... Who's going to be? Who does Michael it Jordan It feels like one? the Black Eyed Peas to Le- the soundtrack. Yes. Mm. Say, that's, uh, Do we that's get LeBron? Announced. Yes. I, it, no, I'm serious. Is that... Not, I, I truly... Hold on. I, I, I didn't even know there's a sequel. Like This is to new the, to me. To oh, the yeah. Googs. Like, there's a whole bunch this, of... This shouldn't yeah. be a sequel. Let's be clear no, here. No, this could be a sequel. This could be a sequel. This could be good. It should not be. No, we can't... LeBron can't save the world because Jordan already saved the world. So well, that and LeBron's... Right. Yeah. LeBron's LeBron. He's trying. LeBron, well, I mean, LeBron it, will it, save it, but not literally, quite completely. Literally three hours ago, Heroic Hollywood, I don't know that that's a credible uh, source, yeah, that. dropped an article that said, rumor LeBron James to drop Space Jam 2 trailer soon. Can we change yeah. our name to Heroic Orlando? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move Shutting on. down so hard. Let's uh, move on. Let's move on. Moving on. Next, uh, we got a little This Week in Elon oh, email hi, edition. How you doing? This comes to us courtesy of Jalopnik. So here's what ha- happened. What uh, ha- happened? Was. What ha- happened? This guy, uh, whose name is Marty Tripp, he is a Gigafactory tech. Was. Uh, was. Was. That's yeah. true. He is not currently employed <laughs> right. by them. Uh, stole some information. Uh, you remember that story, the first WikiLeaks thing, where the soldier was uh, smuggled out a bunch of top secret information on a on a uh, like a custom a homemade CD that he'd written Britney Spears on. Mm. So it looked like a like he was pretending like he was listening to Britney Spears <laughs> while he was doing his work, and he it's just my Britney Spears records. <laughs> right, so he loaded up a bunch of top secret information, gave it to WikiLeaks, and that that's basically Oops. what this guy tried to do. Brilliant. Uh, but this is 2018, I so hope he, has, he wrote Nickelback on it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> No one will ever listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> this is safe, top secret files. Uh, but Marty, Marty, because this is 2018, couldn't just leave it be. So he emailed Elon, and uh, this is the first email, by the way. Like he, he, this is the first in, in email exchange here, and it says uh, the, e- the email he sends to Elon says, "Don't worry, you have what's coming to you for the lies you have told the public and investors." Don't threaten my man like that, first of all. Like, <laughs> well, I, we, got, we got problems. No, well, I don't know if you've met Elon Musk before. I mean, we have, obviously, because <laughs> uh, we talk to him every day. I, I got nervous when, when I saw that the title of this article was 
wild email exchange because I was like, oh no, we've been exposed. But <laughs> me and Elon's secret is still safe. Uh, so Elon comes back and says, threatening me only makes it worse for you. Marty comes back and says, I never made a threat. I simply told you that you, were, that you have what's coming. Thank you for this gift. Exclamation point, exclamation point. I love all like the vague booking that's happening. It sounds like a really bad Facebook argument where one guy is just screaming because he got all of his news off of Breitbart and then the other guy (laughs) is like, what the hell are you doing? Um, I didn't mean to get political, but that thing just got... uh, So Elon comes back and says, you should be ashamed of yourself for framing other people. You're a horrible human being. To which Marty responds very reasonably, I never framed anyone else or even insinuated anyone else was as being involved in my production of documents of your, all caps here, millions of dollars of waste. <laughs> Safety concerns, lying to investors slash the world. <laughs> Is that to signify that it was typed in all caps? Yes. Yeah. I wanted to make sure I did I that. I like it. Uh, and then he, he ends it with being, putting cars on the road with safety issues as being a horrible human being. Uh, and then finally, Musk takes a minute, but finally he comes back and he says... Uh, there, there are literally no injuries with the Model 3. It is by far the safest car in the world for any mid-sized vehicle. And, of course, a company with billions of dollars in product is going to have million dollars in scrap. This is not news. However, betraying your word of honor, breaking the deal you had when Tesla gave you a job, and framing your colleagues are wrong, and some, uh, and, and some come with legal penalties. So it goes. Be well. I really want to redo this entire segment. I want you to let me to read the transcripts of the emails in my dramatic reading voice. <laughs> we'll do that. You know what? Let's do that as a little bonus content. <laughs> okay, Let's great. do it. Love it. No, seriously, I'll do it. I Let's feel like that. if you end it, end it, anything with like "be well," like shit's going down. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah right. right? Like, oh yeah, "be well" is the last thing you say before you walk away <laughs> and come back with like weapons. <laughs> like, right. just, hope right. you sleep well tonight. <laughs> hey, like, be ashamed if something happened to you. <laughs> Somebody's autopilot runs him down. Yeah. Just him. <laughs> Turns out there were some safety concerns. Yeah. <laughs> Whoops. Our, our, our self-driving system also works as a, a targeting system. <laughs> Who knew? Uh, it's an over-the-air update, man. It's not even a thing. Don't even worry about it. So anyway, so this guy apparently took this information. And then, like, I can't even get into all the details because it would take too long. But here's the thing. This guy is just weird. Not not Elon, although probably also Elon. But uh, this Marty Tripp dude is just like, he he can't get his story straight. He said that he, w- he claimed to be the single source for this big news article, but then said that he went to a bunch of news outlets and nobody would take his story. Even that, But that was after he'd already claimed to be the source for this other article. And then CNN picked up the story. But then he was kind of double talking what he was saying and not being clear and concise. Um yeah. Yeah. Don't mm. get me wrong. I Elon Musk is probably a supervillain. I mean, we've all accepted that. No, he's he's Jeff Bezos is way closer to supervillain. You on. mean you mean uh, 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 Hammer Jeffrey Hammer? Yeah, exactly. Jeffrey Hammer. <laughs> yeah. Well, he has a billionaire that just keeps getting dumped, doesn't he? Oh, did he get dumped again? Like yeah. it seems like every time I turn around, Elon's getting dumped. I don't keep up by another his... model. I just, I just, oh, I just yeah. don't understand. Oh like, no! So he's like Bruce Wayne. Like, yeah, right. like superheroes <laughs> get dumped. Bad guys don't get dumped. Elon, Elon, yeah. listen, just like, right. They turn him like, into Harley Straight from exactly. me to you. I would never leave you. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't know why you keep wasting your time with all these wafy. Amber Heard. Nothing girls. Like, just, we can we can rule the world Dude, together. Truth. And we can do it with clean energy. Yeah, you can. So. Yeah, you can. Call me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Are we ready to get our main topic here? Yes. God help us. 
All right. So uh, 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 since <laughs> we were we were unable, that, that mug is incredible. Isn't that mug amazing? <laughs> so for those of you, those of you that are not watching on YouTube, the graphics package that we have put together, we have a picture of our guest holding a mug that, in quotation marks, it says, "That's what," and then it's quoted as she. <laughs> my friend Amanda got that for me for my ah. birthday, and um, I cherish it. It's my favorite thing. I also noticed you're, you're rocking in this little this picture a combination Slytherin Gryffindor. Yes. Uh, somebody lied to you and told you that you'd make Gryffindor. Oh, well, I, 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 because I took the. I took you're the going to Slytherin, Columbus. honey. I know I'm like Slytherin. Like, okay. So I mean, I'm way too self-preservationist to be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you and Liz, you're both being like, Slytherin. Oh, honey, I'm a Hufflepuff. Like, so I'm through and through. Hufflepuff are nice. Yeah. No, no, not necessarily. Hufflepuff are not necessarily nice. They're just very like. They're very passive, is what most Hufflepuffs are. Is they're yeah, passive. yeah. When I think right, Liz, this is April Bloodgate. Yeah, yeah. Who told you you were a Hufflepuff? I'm afraid of ghosts and sheets with holes cut into them <laughs> and regular sheets. I think like well, like because I I took the I took the test like like twice uh-huh. and um, first time I was in Gryffindor and the other time I was in Slytherin. And the thing is like I have the cunning, resourcefulness, and ambition of. Uh-huh. A Slytherin, but then, uh, but I've got like that bleeding heart. I'm going to like die for my family, like that side of the Gryffindor. So yeah, yeah, yeah. but you die for your like immediate family, immediate family which right, right. Instantly puts me back in a Slytherin, right, right. Not like <laughs> not for like extended cousins or you know what I mean. Like those yeah. guys, you just kind of like fuck you, <laughs> right? And I'm telling you, I'm sorry. Like, do you did you not realize you're not a Hufflepuff? Uh, that is what Pottermore told me. I then am you, a Hufflepuff. Then either Pottermore and made a mistake. Listen, or all you this did. this dark. This dark, mean, crunchy exterior on the inside. I am just. But you're a baker. A bowl of oatmeal. <laughs> exactly. I have. You're, a, I, I, I think that like I have all a Hufflepuffs bake. That's like a thing. Golden I think brown, delicious outer crust and a very soft, gooey inside. I'll buy. I'll buy the trend Gryffindor. I'm a cream puff. I might even buy. I might. I mean, it'd be a stretch, but I could buy Ravenclaw. Sorry. What? That I'm a cream puff. Yep. My original derby name was Scream Puff when I was a when I was a pastry chef. You do you do roller derby? Yeah, have I mean you that's not, my, but huh. have you not heard? Well, no, I've never heard that. That's one of my self rules. I can't make fun of somebody or say something about them until they say it. But you called yourself a cream puff, so <laughs> fair game. <laughs> <laughs> Just say it. Uh, anyway, all the audience is my witness. <laughs> yeah. so, all seven of you. That's not true. There's like. Ten for sure, <laughs> maybe fifteen. Uh, so we're gonna do geeky pleasures tonight. Yeah. Uh, these aren't. I wouldn't call these. We wouldn't call these like guilty pleasures, but like mine's very much a guilty pleasure. Well, yours is. Mine but is. But uh, uh, mine's just embarrassing, I think. But uh, just you know, like the 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 deep geek stuff that we kind of get into here. So we're gonna go ahead and share these. Uh, we're gonna save Katrina. Yeah, save uh, mine for last. Cause yeah, let's let's let's. let's you know what? Let's 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 start with a softball here. We'll start we'll start with producer Dan's. All right. Because I, I this is a softball because I don't even think I have one. Yeah. Well, you have I don't tasked me with one. No. Well, I let's let's. Why don't you share and then we'll 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 find I'm, out. If you were on like the Conan show mm-hmm. and he was like, "What is the geeky thing you're into? What's the one you would least likely want to tell him?" Oh, that's a, that's a bad way to go with it. Oh, I know it is, but yeah, I'm like, trying to draw him out. I yeah, tried. Well, Dan and I both producer Dan and I both struggle. Because we both are missing a shame gland, right? Uh, so, like, it doesn't occur to us that we shouldn't say things to people. So, so I, I don't you think know what? I've, so I've, I've changed mine on, well, on the spot. You guys wanted me to say that my my uh, theater geekness is my my geeky pleasure. Well, it goes it goes a little beyond theater geek, does it? 
You oh, openly yeah. admitted to knowing every single word to the Dear Evan Hansen soundtrack. Yeah, that one, like, the Tony's, like, last year. Okay, no, 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 no. <laughs> That's, like, off a year top, and a half old. Off the top of your head, how many uh, Broadway shows would you say that you know every word to? <sighs> more or less than five? Way more than five. More or less than ten? More than ten. More or less than 15? Probably in that neighborhood. Okay, if you know the words to every to fifteen Broadway shows, mm-hmm. Broham, that's a different level. Broham, <laughs> <laughs> like, oh. like I will tell you that I know every uh. word to Rent. I know most of the words to Hamilton only mm-hmm. because, like, at the points they just go too fast and I can't remember. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it goes very fast. Yeah, it's, it's adorable. It's, it's really, it's really good. I love it. But those are it. Like that's it. The only other, the only other ones I really can tell you anything about are the ones that I literally was a part of in high school, which okay. is going to get me bye bye birdie. Yeah. And um, Aww, I wasn't. I was, was in the, the other one. Summer's night. No. What other one did you do? The big musicals that we did were bye bye birdie and you didn't do into the woods. Oh, Merchant of Venice. No, no, that was college. I can't remember the other one. There was another big musical that we did. That I don't know. Was, when I was, I was in high school, of... we did Grease twice. Uh, my did freshman year and my senior year. My, I was like, my was senior like really year was Grease. My senior year was Grease, and then we did The Wiz, and <gasps> we did, and then for summer, he's on I down, yeah, he's on down, down the road. road. <laughs> and uh, for summer, we did Hello Dolly. Also did Brigadoon. Um, I missed West Side Story, which I was really bummed. I missed West Side Story, and I missed the Music Band. Oh, but, yeah. but I have absolutely no shame. Guys and dolls. Here's the thing, though. I have absolutely no shame about it. I have a public Spotify Broadway playlist. All right, so it doesn't. I so I don't think it needs to be something that you're ashamed I have, of. I have but no it's shame like, over this. I think it's the most obscure thing about producer Dan. I think it's no, something. No, I think I have one more. Okay, Ooh, hit us with right. it. If I'm flipping through the channels, and any doesn't matter which one, because okay. there's now please, like please say lifetime movies, seven please or eight of them. Movies. Please say lifetime no, movies. No, no, no. Tremors movies. (laughs) I cannot turn off a Tremors movie, whether uh, even the newest one that just came out on Netflix. There's There's more? Yeah. Because I love the second one. Because they've evolved. Oh, they've evolved. Oh, the Ass Blasters. That's what they call those ones. yeah. See, this, this, I, would, this would be I, my I husband's. I enjoy Tremors. Like, this would That's, this would also be my husband's like guilty pleasure. Is that like he loves like really really bad B movies? Like mm-hmm. nobody's business. Like I'll just like walk out. Like I can't I can't do it. Oh my god. But then he but then he like looks at me at the same time as I'm I'm watching like artsy fartsy stuff and I'm like I'm like what are you doing? I'm like oh I'm watching all the Oscar nominated films right now. <laughs> I'm like going back to back from like Call Me by Your Name, yeah. and Lady Bird, and like. like no, for me it, it, yeah. it's it's Tremors and. Ooh. I have one other one. Uh-oh. The original Planets of the Apes series. <laughs> Wait, there was a series? The this, original. The movies? Mm. Yes. The original okay. Charlton Heston. Oh, 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 sorry. oh okay. Okay, okay. Followed okay. by Beneath the Planet of the Apes, Return of Get to the Planet of the Apes. Get your hands off of me, you wow. damn dirty Every apes. single one of them. I love the old school Planet of the Apes. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's, I don't know. What, if, which is which is deeper? I don't want to say embarrassing because you're right. It's not, there there is no shame. I don't think it's deeper. No, it's okay. I think it's a matter of unexpected when it comes to Dan. Yeah. And I think Tremors is definitely more unexpected that, and yeah. brings that's me true. more joy. How many how many times? What's what's your favorite Tremors movie? Which one? Oh, the first one's the best. Okay, so uh, ballpark. How many times have you seen the first Tremors movie? At least like thirty five. Oh my god! If I were to hit play and press mute, could you do it? Probably. Wow! Wow! I haven't. It's been a while, so I'd have to prime myself. But yeah, yeah, I could probably. Wow! Yeah. All right. I just watched the most recent one, which they're in 
uh, Alaska or northern Canada. Huh. And there's there's tremors under there. There's uh, graboids under the ice. What's what's that? Graboids are the name of the giant worm things. Oh, okay. Oh, they have a name. Yeah, graboids. Yeah, I just thought they were called tremors. No, that's they create tremors because <laughs> yeah, they're, they're worms in the earth. Excuse me. What kind of Excuse name for what kind of name for an animal is a tremor? No, it's a graboid. Have you ever heard of a kinkajou, bro? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know <laughs> I'm what? Just saying, don't start talking that's, about weird animal names. That's uh that's on me. So, yeah. All right. Uh 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 let's see here. Liz, you want to go next? All right. So mine cuz I had to dig for this one a little bit. And Katrina mentioned Twilight, which like started off as like a uh, how ridiculous would it be if somebody let him like ha, 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 that would be so ridiculous if a grown 30 year old woman just watched the entire movie series by herself <laughs> while drinking red wine alone last weekend in her apartment where she lives with five cats that would be so ridiculous wouldn't it i fucking love twilight so much <laughs> uh, just the movies or the books too uh the books ho- Obviously, are obviously. obviously are way obviously. better than the movies, but there is something. So the so the the were you books, team Edward or team Jacob? Oh, I was so t- okay. I was I was team vampire. Let's put it that way. <laughs> I was never. I didn't give a shit about Bella and her little weird love triangle. Oh. But I was super team vampire because I because like I get okay. So this evolved into my guilty pleasure is young adult fiction, f- young adult fantasy. Okay, so Aragon. Uh, no, but like the um the Meredith Gentry series and like the Anita Blake series and you're saying these like I know what you're talking there about. There is a series. There's called a series called Harry Potter. I've also heard of. Well, no, that doesn't. Harry fantasy. Potter became became. That's yeah. That transcended a all sensation that and transcended. I mean, like yes, People sure, like have tattoos. <laughs> yeah, you know, like it's so it's a thing. So there is this series. Uh, called the Mortal Instruments. Yes, and I watched the Shadowhunter show. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So there. All right. So the Mortal Instruments is this book series, and it's about this girl who's like part. So they're they're called Shadowhunters, right? And so they were created, and they're like part fake. She, she's part. No, angel. I'm sorry. They have she's angels' angel blood in them, so they're blood. descendant from the angels, and so they fight demons, right? And so the Shadowhunters have like this whole secret society, and then there's like there's the fae, and then there's like demons, and then there's other like and there's like and sh- warlocks. There's werewolves. There's warlocks. It's like it's it's the best and it's about the, the, the it revolves around this girl the main character's name is clary and she's a teenager and she like discovers that she's a shadow hunter because yeah. she's like out with her awkward friends and then all of a sudden she sees this guy that's like really really hot she bumps into him in the club and he's like hey like she bumps into him and is like hey watch where you're going and he's like you can see me it's because he had a glamour on because shadow hunters can put a glamour I'm, on to I'm where really they're invisible so when they're hunting demons, they also, also too like i'm also <laughs> right. really glad that you're bringing up shadow hunters because it's actually going to play in really good to my segment in a bit okay so so they turn so this book series right like like it goes deeper because this book series the books are not bad but they're obviously meant for teenagers and i'm over here like oh my god are jason clary gonna make out oh my god are they siblings they're not they are they're not what's going on why does this turn me on (laughs) it's it's fantastic they turned it into the absolute worst television show ever it's I'm so bad like it's so bad but overacting but the people are so terrible pretty. broodiness <laughs> like it's like it's like it's like twi- because twilight is terrible at like li- like let's be real here i'm a fan i am a i am a signed sealed delivered stamped and certified fan 
Mm-hmm. And the movies are terrible, and the acting is like, oh, oh, well, your body is shiny and you're cold. You say it out loud, vampire. Like it's the worst. <laughs> it's it's awful. It's worse than like. So, so let me. It's worse than episode two dialogue about sand. Okay, like that's it gets where- everywhere. Uh, <laughs> let me ask you. Let me ask you. Let's just is here. How many times would you say you've watched the Twilight movies? Oh God. A lot. Like, I think, what, 35 times over here for Tremors <laughs> 1? It's now, granted, he's a lot longer to do that. So I think I have I have the, I have the first two on DVD. I don't think any of them stream anywhere currently. I watched the full, like, box set with my sister-in-law. Not last weekend, but, like, two weekends ago, I was up in D.C. visiting her, and my brother was out of town. So, of course, we were like, you want to get drunk and watch Twilight? So and how many so we did. Ballpark. Ballpark, I'm going to go with the third one at least fif- at least 15 because that's the best one. Okay. All right. And that's not saying a lot. Now, now, now did you spin off into the Fifty Shades of Grey? No, because that's not young adult. That's... No, that's well, it was fan fiction. Well, it's it's fan fiction, which, which but that's a we'll different. Get to you. Because I'm not. It's it's I, for me. It's not fan fiction. For me, it's fantasy, and so okay. it's like I like my preferred fantasy world mm-hmm. is is I am obsessed with the idea of like the fae and like their like the magical realm that they exist on that is like in line with like our plane of existence. All right, and so, and so like don't I'm, judge me, but. Did you have you actually read any of the uh, the Dresden File books? I read the first <laughs> one. Yes, because they go, they do that. <laughs> no, and I like, and I know, I know, we give you shit for the Dresden Files because it's a funny joke. Because haha, Al talks about the Dresden Files all the time, but I they're don't great, even like it that much. But they're great, and that falls exactly into the like. I I'm calling myself out as a hypocrite right here, right now. You heard it on episode one sixty nine. That I should not be making fun of you for liking the Dresden Files because I, I love. Whoa, whoa, whoa! We never made fun of Al for liking the Dresden Files. We Fair made point. fun of Al for plugging Constantly it four <laughs> weeks in a row. Liking the Dresden Files. I don't even like it that much. It's not that good of a series. Whoa! I just keep forgetting that, and though I started reading the book again, I'm like, oh wait, okay, okay, okay. Uh, uh, so mine. Uh, we're gonna end with Katrina's. Yeah. Uh, so mine. Here's here's mine. So I. Uh, uh, when I was a kid and I was watching Ninja Turtles uh, growing up, I really wanted to go learn ninjutsu. And so I called around to a bunch of local... I, this is You understand, this is back in the 80s. So uh-huh. I grabbed the yellow pages, which was the phone book. <laughs> right. And so what would happen is they'd have all of the all the businesses for, in the area. For all the youngsters in, who don't know, the right. yellow pages were for business and the white pages were for your neighbors. And you could easily look up your neighbor's phone number and address. If and you had the, them, if you knew, the, yeah. Do you so, know how many boys I stalked in the white pages? That's how you did it back in the day. So the I would grab the yellow pages, I would flip to martial arts schools, and I would call, I, I literally went through and called like every martial arts school in this in the Central Florida area that I could, <laughs> asking if they taught ninjutsu. <laughs> uh, it it turns out none of them did. <laughs> Although I really did wish, anyone tell you? No, that's me. Which is the part that that's bothers rude. me. I just mean, learn sign language. It's the equivalent, right? I just right like. I was just like I wanted to be like a ninja turtle, and nobody, nobody like they're just like some eight year old. Al had skills in, in high school, by the way, very much like Napoleon Dynamite has skills. <laughs> yeah. So here's the thing: I have always been 
uh, obsessed with uh, learning how to like fight with like 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 ninja weapons, like uh-huh. martial arts, martial art weapons, not ninja weapons. Uh, the staff, the katana, all that stuff. Uh, and I've never been able to take that time martial arts. The classes I've gotten was like I took some uh, 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 um, Muay Thai, some Thai kickboxing courses. <laughs> I did that for a couple of years. And I quote: uh, Al Sterling once looked at me dead in the face and seriously said, "Oh yeah, I do Muay Thai. It's pretty intense." <laughs> <laughs> so the thing is, I so I've never been able to take the lessons. So I actually like. I will when my kids aren't home. I will take their swords and I will practice by myself. <laughs> I don't even care. I'm not even embarrassed by that. That's I'm a little embarrassed by that. Uh, <laughs> but I really want to like learn how to fight with them, and so I just I don't have the. Just it's now let, my, it's now my life's mission to go set up hidden cameras in Elle's house. Okay, so let me let me tell you this. Just that's just, weird for a couple lessons <laughs> for a couple reasons. Okay, just on that fact that you can find ninjutsu. So let me just say that. Um, my husband actually has taken like lots of martial arts, and now our kids are at the age where they're taking martial arts. Yep. And all there are are like these like super sappy like McDojos. Yes, and that's where our kids are at right now. And they were gonna like advance our kids' belts based on attendance. And I okay, so me like I was a dancer, and so our our ranking is once you get strong enough, you get to go in point shoes. And with my husband, who had taken, like, he is a two-degree black belt in Taekwondo. And he took, and he took Kyokushin. And he took, like, Five Animal Shaolin. And, like, all of these dis- other disciplines, uh, including... Philippi- Five Animal Shaolin? Yes. And including, like, um, and also... I don't even care. It's awesome. And also, like, um, the Filipino martial arts of, like, Kali, Arnis, and Eskima. Yeah. So he is very well-versed. And when we both found out that they were going to advance our kids' belts based on... On um on attendance on attendance like we were both shaking and because we had locked ourselves in a year contract and no. we're like oh, you locked God. yourself into a year contract oh with the police that hands out participation trophy exactly, it's exactly. A, that's what we call a McDojo uh, like so the we, point is like that you so just we you're gonna like, get your black so we were belt. really upset and um so we just we have to we have to stick with it and as far as the Central Florida area goes there really aren't a lot of Asian people. Let's be honest. Like, I mean, like we're not we're not known for our Asian we, culture. I mean, it's like and we like, actually keep them all on this one like one mile stretch I, of uh, fifty. I, I, right I live near there. The, I, yeah. I live literally and, right and behind. And let's be all honest. The, like yeah. our most notable like group of Asians are the Vietnamese, and they're not known for their martial arts. That is not no. So but their noodles are amazing. <laughs> their noodles are amazing, but because we don't have like like, like we don't have like a, a really strong Korean. Like group that could teach mm-hmm. real taekwondo, and we right. don't have a strong like Japanese population that could teach like real like you know um, kyokushin or like right. like real How karate. Was, did like, you try Walloom by any chance? Um, Walloom is like really far from us because oh, we, okay. we live in Dr. Phillips. Um, we did so there is like another taekwondo place that we want to try like, but um, no, but that's the that's the problem that we're having that you had is trying to find that specific art that you wanted to take or just something that was legit at that point yeah that's that's legit like at this point like we can't find like legitimate like what our school is known for like they don't even call themselves a dojo what our school is known for is like they're tricking like basically like a dance fighting with like swords and like like, capoeira or it's basically like cheer competition with weapons oh that's not yeah, I could like show you a YouTube video, but that's what they're known for. I mean, and they look great; it's entertaining. But I'm like, I put my kids in martial arts for yeah a reason. Have you seen uh, Disjointed on Netflix? 
No. Um, there's a character that reminds me of just what you were talking about. He's, he's called Taekwon Doug. Oh, no. Okay. Uh, in the <laughs> yeah. interest of time, let's let's move on here. So, yeah, so that's my thing. Uh, I still, one of these days, I'll actually learn how to use a real weapon. Uh, I stopped, I will tell you this, I stopped trying to teach myself nunchucks because that shit hurts. Uh, <laughs> well, just five video? too many hits to the balls, and you Have were you done. Have you seen the video of the three year old that's like matching Bruce Lee? That guy is, that the kid's kid amazing. is amazing. Right? Like, oh my God. So maybe good. don't watch it because then no, you No, I don't really need that. Sad. I'm already feeling bad about myself. <laughs> All right, Katrina, let's, uh, let's wrap up with you here. So, what is your uh, deep geek here? So, guys, you know, the last episode I was on here, I actually announced that foray that I was going into. And that foray is fan fiction. So I started writing fan fiction. And lo and behold, I got really good at it. And I started gaining followers. And I started winning awards. And so <laughs> I pulled up my stats. Um, so one of my stories, the highest ranking on fanfiction.net, um, has over 50,000 views. And, the, and also on Archive of Our Own, the same story has over... Where's that tab? Has, da, da, da. I'm like getting nervous telling you guys. Has um, over 16,000 views. So wow. that's, that's on one story. So that's one story. Wow. So do you write a specific type of fan fiction? For the most part right now, it's, it's I only written Harry Potter fan fiction. So, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Go on. Well, okay, so I like I have to justify to myself that it's okay because there are people like Cassandra Clare who the Mortal Instruments was okay, so let me talk fanfic speak. It was originally a Dramine fanfiction. It was a Hermione Draco story that became the Mortal Instruments. Stop it. Yes. Wasn't what? Fifty Shades also a, For, a Twilight? Yeah. Fifty Shades was a Twilight um fan modern fiction. AU fan fiction. Um the oh no, and those are clear. I'm not. No, look. No, fan fiction can be phenomenal. It can be. It can be phenomenal. And then what was the other one? Um, what's the big Outlander? So Outlander was Doctor Who fan fiction. Oh really? Yes, it was. And so you look at these things that are like, like so. I'm like I'm trying to like tell myself not to stigmatize myself about this because so many things that started out as fan fiction made it to the mainstream. And if you think about what. We're doing like what we're doing is like sequels of our childhood, like Star Wars. Right. This is all basically fan fiction, and they're just getting to put the put the brand name on top of it. Mm -hmm. Oh my god. Okay. So all right. So you okay? So your fan fiction? Are you actually using character names? Yes. From oh yeah. It's okay. So like okay. So within the realm of fan fiction, there are many different genres and tropes and sub stories. So people there are. Canon compliant, which right. I write a lot of canon compliant. So it's like what happens like after Cursed Child or what happens after the epilogue or what happens like this. So there's canon compliant. And then they have canon divergent where it's like it starts to canon all up until a certain point and then it splits off. Right. And then there are AUs, which is just putting like, let's say they're the biggest trope, let's say in the Harry Potter series is the Harry dies, Voldemort wins AU. Mm. Alternate universe. Yes. Okay. Right. And then there are just ones that are just like they call a muggle AUs. Like, what would happen if all of these people interacted the same characters, but they went to university together and not magical boarding school? Well, that sounds boring. 
Depends on, <laughs> guess, depends, on the story. depends on the story. Yeah, it's fair. Right. Until yeah. Harry tries shrooms for the first time, it's real interesting. <laughs> but, but, then, but what I find interesting is like how many people will go ahead and they find like these super super obscure characters that were in the background, and then all of a sudden like they come to light. Like, oh, they have a story now because of course they have a story. They were they were there the whole time. Like they fucking knew what was going on, and uh, and it's like yeah, of course like. Like Draco Malfoy has more friends than just Crab and Goyle, and right. that Luna Lovegood has more friends than just. Oh, them. I love it's Luna. Like, I hate her. What? Aww. I hate Luna. Why? Like, because she's a fucking ditz, and like she's stalkery. She drew f- her p- friends on the wall without them knowing. Like that whole scene that was supposed to be lovely and whimsical. I thought, like, that bitch is nuts. <laughs> uh, so, I don't know if this also counts. That's. That was kind of my bag for quite a while. That was the kind of girl I was chasing. Uh, <laughs> the manic I'm, pixie dream girl. Uh, y- yeah, but not quite the manic. Just the yeah. That we could we could talk about that's a that's an <laughs> offline conversation. Anyway, yeah. so a dream girl for a reason. Exactly. Dreams. Yeah. 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 So, uh, but you were saying. So what kind of so what kind of sub chopper genres are you writing? So um, I I've I've written quite a few next gen. So like picking up the stories of, you know. Rose and Scorpius and Albus and what happens to them when they're already grown up. Like who like how do their parents shape them? Um, and so I've written stories like that and then So I've you basically did the Cursed Child but better. Actually <laughs> that that's that's what kicked <laughs> off is that I people have said that my story fixed Cursed Child. Got okay. rid of the time turn? I got rid of the time turn. <laughs> like I well it's cause like mine kicks off like te- like my my most well known story kicks off ten years after Cursed Child. Mm. So like we basically Fifty Shades that. of Muggle. No, I'm not gonna say the name of the story. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna like release the name of the story. I'm not gonna release the name, my pen name. No, no, um, of course that's fine. Um, but yes, I I try to, f- and that's like what a lot of people do in fan fiction, not just in, you know, um, the Harry Potter fandom, but whatever. It's mm-hmm. like they try to fix all the things that they didn't like. Yeah, and that's <laughs> where it all came from. Okay. Well, that takes us perfectly into our B roll. It does. Does mm-hmm. it does actually? Yeah, because I think that one of the big fan fictions that we see on Supernatural is that uh, Sam and Dean uh, are together, which is uncomfortable for me. Wait, they're not together. They're but they're, they're, but they're, they're brothers. brothers. They're brothers. Well, oh. So like, in this fan fiction, are they not brothers and together? Because it's very problematic see, like, if they I, are brothers and I've together. No, they're, I'm pretty sure they're just incestuous brothers. Listen, give me all the gay fan fiction. I am here slash. for it. That, that, there's but a term for that. Do it's not called slash. Do not give me the incestuous. <laughs> What slash? Slash. Slash is the name like that they give for um, male, male, like, and female, female. That's called slash fiction. Oh, that's what well, the the homosexuality part doesn't bother me. That's completely fine. It's the brother part. I'll be real clear here. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't care. Love who you love, but incestuous is but not. But I mean, like, like, like the biggest like ship in fan fiction for Supernatural, and I'm not even a fan, but I just see it on Tumblr. Is like. The Destiel, like, is like the ship that everybody ships. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's fine. If yeah. you want to combine Dean and Castiel, those aren't. Yeah. Those, those are. They're not related by blood. So yeah, sure, whatever. Like that's not my bag, but whatever makes you happy. Um, but yeah, that's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, uh, you're gonna do some B-roll. That was a that was that was fun for everyone, right? Did everyone yeah. enjoy that? All I right. loved it. You guys. We, are... we still didn't get Eli's, but. No, we're uh, we're letting Eli off the hook. We're already. I mean, if you want to go another fifteen minutes. Uh, out of this episode, I mean, you know, you got. Do you want to? No, I'm good. Okay, I don't really. I mean, it's it might right. be we'll lame anyway. Cause we'll we'll leave, we'll leave Eli alone. He's I'm good. just Eli. His would be some kind of like really obscure. Like I really like this music. That's a combination of like Nordic 
you know, boat calls mixed with like the chanting actually, of monks. You know, <laughs> you, you know over what? some sick dubstep beats. You know what? Actually, would I, I'll tell you, Elijah. You mean the Santa Domingo? Sorry, the the, <laughs> <laughs> the monks of the Santa Domingo monks of Santa Domingo de Rios de Silos, done trap style. <laughs> God the, damn it! That's, a, that's, that's that's not a fake thing. Nah, he did not just make that's that up. It's Gregorian chant. That's, that's legit. <laughs> so actually, no. The the, the thing that look, the, the thing that I, I think constantly surprised people with Elijah though is uh, uh, how insanely well read he is. Like I know you've read a lot of YA stuff, but Elijah's read all of Hawking's oh, books. Oh, uh, I don't think that makes me well read, Al. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Do not confuse the fact that I read a lot of really shitty teenage porn for me <laughs> thinking that I'm fucking well read. I know that I'm consuming garbage, all right? What percentage? That might have been the most like powerful underhanded comment. <laughs> <laughs> I, ever heard. I didn't I wasn't trying to uh, but I, mean, I just don't want anyone to think that I think that I'm something that I'm not. I know what I'm about. <laughs> So no judgment. I read <laughs> lots of like. Apparently, I'm very triggered. Porn. I'm just whatever. Fan fiction porn. Exactly. Whatever <laughs> breaks you happy, man. I'm not saying whatever brings you joy. I'm not judging. <laughs> my my point here was that uh, I think how many how much of Stephen Hawking's library have you read? All of it. Yeah. Like that's just I think that pretty that's the start of it. What do you there. think you're better than me? He's my boy. Well, he's just it's just books Paul, like any Paul other books. <laughs> not saying I understand much of it or any of it. Well, but I have read it. <laughs> and all of Carl Sagan's work and a lot of other people's work. You know, I've read a lot. Yeah. I just don't retain any of it, which is really, really sad. <laughs> like, I could be so much smarter if I could just remember <laughs> stuff. Yeah, but you got to, like, delete some of the old stuff to make room for the new stuff. And You think he's going to get rid of his knowledge of 80s Ninja Turtles cartoons? I think not. Hell no. <laughs> or, or knowing ev the title of every single Naruto episode? <laughs> oh. Not pushing that out, no. <laughs> Love me, Simeon. Uh, so for our B-roll today, we have the completely... Stop it. <laughs> yeah. So speaking of fanfic. Okay. Speaking, speaking of, of Okay, stop. I'm going mm -hmm. to explain what's going on here. And you guys, I need you to hold your comments. Well, you need to hurry up because I really gotta pee. A man's okay. gonna explain yeah. <laughs> Mansplain. I am a male well, and I'm gonna walk us through the facts of this video. My surprised face. So uh there is a website you can go to called remakethelastjedi.com. Uh where what is going on here is these these brave souls have uh, identified what they have seen as a lot of problems in, with the last Jedi, and they have they are running a a, a, a a fundraiser to remake the movie. So, um, as of four p.m. on today, the twenty seventh Wednesday, they have raised three hundred and sixty seven million fifty eight thousand seven hundred and eighty dollars. Now, that is enough to make uh, quite a large movie. You should know, though, that this the website uh, doesn't require you to actually put in any banking information. Yeah. So we at For Geek's Sake are actually currently sponsoring this thing for ten bucks. <laughs> in that, I went on the website, I selected ten dollars, and I put in our email address, and that's all that it required, and it kicked it up ten bucks. So um, I think they may be a little disappointed when they come to collect, because I'm not giving ten dollars to this shit. <laughs> um, but they currently have it, and they say that they have the producers already ready to go. Uh, they have all they have all the everything they need to completely sure. remake this movie, and, and, and I'm sure these are really uh, big name producers that uh, have a lot of credits they, for their work. Oh, they don't want to name names, mm. but they're really big producers, guys. I, I'm sure they'll get sued for how much was it? Three hundred sixty-seven million one hundred seventy-nine thousand and eighty dollars. No, um, no, 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 no. 
Counterpoint. Mm. Because we have an entire library of fan fiction Uh that has been very widely consumed and loved and revered, Mm -hmm. known as the Star Wars Extended Universe. Mm -hmm. What makes this any different? I can I can so ex- I can explain because I've worked in licensed partnerships. Sure. I can, okay, so there's a couple reasons, but they, they, <laughs> for one, if they go to make this film, they cannot get sued if they don't make money. If it never goes to a box office and whatever, and it's distributed, and they pay for all their di- own distribution, they do not charge anybody to watch it. They go ahead and put it out. They can't get sued for that because then it's become li- a completely fan piece. Now, when it comes to the Star Wars extended universe and those books, those they have licensed the name mm-hmm. or that there are members of the of like Lucasfilm and all of them who go ahead and find writers they like of other genres. Sometimes even like in the case of um, Star Trek, there have been fanfics that have been picked up and said, pull that from everything. We're going to go ahead and license you. Right. So as long like they can go ahead and get away with this as long as they don't make money off of it. And it could become an official if it does get licensed properly. So they, it, it could go either way. It's never going to get licensed I mean, properly. It's, not, it's, no. not it's not going to get licensed properly. But if they were to say to write it as a book or as like a companion piece, they could probably get that picked well, up as licensed. Well, but please note they're they're remaking. Yeah. So that that's not going to happen. So, uh, but they do have a blurb at the bottom that says this is intended only as a work of fan fiction. Basically, is what it says at the bottom. Yeah. So their problems with the Last Jedi include. Uh, um, uh, uh, Carrie Fisher, Leia, uh, suddenly developing her force powers, even though she didn't have them before. Uh, have you read any of the novels? Also, you know sh- 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 don't. Force user. I'm so sorry. Yeah. They yeah. also uh, everything involving Rose. Because right. Well, we've already touched on that, and I don't. I don't want to f- touch on that so anymore ever again. That uh, some concerns about Ray. Mm-hmm. Uh, the fact that Snoke ended up dying abruptly. Uh, we don't know that he's dead. We don't know that he's dead. He's super dead. He's super dead. He's super dead. We he's all thought Mar- Marth Doll. He's he's <laughs> so, no no, but he's but that's not Darth Maul. That's like who's the, no, that's Darth Maul, the one that in Solo. Yeah, oh, yes. can't be Darth Maul. C- couldn't there be the, the same? The you same gotta watch roof? the cartoons. You gotta watch the cartoons. I'll tell you about it later. Uh, it is Darth Maul, I'm and saying, actually, we that, all thought Darth. So, what? Why can't I? Darth Maul. Well, and one of the That's things that, the, that they like to cite and with the problems with The Last Jedi are Mark Hamill's uh, comments early on that he didn't agree with any of the character choices right. that were made for Luke, which he's now walked back. Well, he walked back in what felt really fake and, uh, and like, obligatory. There was that, but then there's... And, but then... He, he had his most recent statement where he says, uh, he talks about how he's not a method actor, but... You know, you, you kind of, as a method actor, you would reach back to your life experiences. And it reminds him of his own generation. He said, you know, being the Beatles generation of all you need is love and peace and love and all that. And he says, by the time we get in power, we thought there would be no more war, no more racial discrimination, and pot would be legal. So we're batting one for three when you think about it. Uh. My generation is a failure. That is what he says. That's a dude that's lived through some dark shit. And that's what Luke has gone through as well. Right. Yes, and and so, but they do cite that they cite that everything about Luke is wrong. He actually was. He makes that he makes that sarcastic line about what do you expect me to do? Face down the entire army with a laser sword, which I love. 
Yeah. Uh, and, and to which the fanboys collectively screamed, yes. And so, it's like, this is the guy who learned from Yoda. Yeah. Who was the most sarcastic, joking, yeah. like, Absolutely. over it Yoda's character. Yoda's a dick. Yeah. Yoda was totally a go dick. Go back and watch that first Dagobah scene. Yeah. And that's Luke when he throws the lightsaber over his shoulder. It's the yeah. same concept. Uh, yeah. So anyway, so this completely legitimate, nothing you should worry about, remake of The Last Jedi. Um, you can go to remakethelastjedi.com and, and... We won't have any of those pesky girls. Uh, yeah, we're going <laughs> to... Well, we already have the remake of The Last Jedi where they removed all the women and the movie right. was whittled down to 17 minutes long. Yeah. So so here's the thing I want to say. This does say that their goal is not to make a movie for a specific group, but to instead create a movie that everybody will enjoy. Yeah, right. As opposed to The Last Jedi, which only some people enjoyed. And you know when you uh, read through the website, I know. Hang on, uh, when you when you read through the, the their description, you can see their sincerity. And there's a lot of stuff just making fun of them, and it's funny, right? And they, it is. But <laughs> there's two. I'm going to give them exactly two things. Hmm. One, they are they mean well. I yeah. truly believe. No, no, no. I truly believe having read all the stuff that they put out, they mean well. They're still misogynistic, okay, but they say, don't. You could make that same argument because I mean, like the KKK thinks that what they're doing is, is right, right, and they could be argued to mean mean well. Well, well <laughs> not not quite. If you that. ask them, they're a Christian organization, yeah, right? Exactly. Well, like, we're it's just not, doing, it's doing not, God's work, son. This isn't quite the same thing, um, but they they do they they they're not trying to be. I mean, I would draw a really thick line between these guys. And and you know we've talked about some of this like toxic gamer gator kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, while yeah, I'm sure, <laughs> right? And while I'm sure there is an overlap between people who are legitimately supporting this thing and those people, uh, these guys really do seem like they just they're genuine. They're, they're I think they they mean well here. Uh, and the other thing that I will point out as a guy who fucking loved the Last Jedi, yeah. There are issues with this movie. I mean, but I think anybody who's been a fan since the beginning. I was born in 1981, all right? So I so I missed the first two by a year, but I was, you know, I was actually alive when Right. when um Jedi came out. Jedi came out. So I've been a fan for my entire life. And I didn't hate it. And I don't think I've ever like yeah, there have been times of like disappointment, but I didn't hate The Last Jedi at all. I enjoyed it, for sure. And um, really, of all of the movies, shouldn't the, uh, the the prequels be the ones that we're talking about redoing? Oh, for sure. Before this? For sure. And I think, like, and The Last Jedi, like, to me, like, okay, I always, like, I am a sucker for a redeemed villain. Like, that mm-hmm. is my jam. Like, I love a redeemed villain. And I'm going to shout out to my girls who are hardcore Raylo shippers. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I, like, uh, yeah, there are faults, but at the same time, too, is like, uh, this, and I guess this is also something that I've encountered in fan fiction altogether, is that to how, how do you, how do you evolve characters that you love that you only knew in their 20s or their teens? Mm-hmm. How do you evolve them into adults? Yep. And then you have to think about 30 years of how much you change. And then when I get so mad, I, I get really mad. Um, you know, I did get super mad at people who were like, oh, Harry would never act like that towards his son. I'm like, of course he would. I'm like, he was a fucking surly teenager. <laughs> but uh, but then at the same time, too, when people are like, oh, Luke would never be that beaten up. I'm like, yes, he would. He fucking yeah. lost everything. Right. So I'm like, y- I like a hero who falls, and I like a re- I like a villain who gets redeemed. And so I do like the movie as is, you know? E- 
faults and all, but what story is perfect? There is no such thing as a perfect story. And I do love that I left that movie like it, like with desperation, you know? Like they, and, yeah. that, and that was the thing is like, that's why Empire, I still think Empire is the best yes. in the entire series. Because you left desperate, you know? Like yep. you don't know I think if that's anything. the problem that a lot of these people have that hate Last Jedi is they're forgetting that it's the middle of a trilogy. Right. It's, it's they, not supposed to solve everything. It's, it's, it's not archetypes. supposed to tie it all up. It's archetypes. Yeah. It's literary archetypes, and there has to be a failure. This is yeah. act two you, out of three. This is act two out of three. Exactly. And anybody who hates that doesn't understand real stories. And I have to say that, like, let me go back to Ooh. Infinity War for a second and the fact that you left that desperate too. And mm-hmm. I, w- I left that and I was like, this is their empire. Like, yeah. And I feel like they're. Every good saga needs failure to well, continue. Well, Guardians have- of the Galaxy Volume 2 was Empire, but... All right, that's yeah. enough. <laughs> Don't mind him. Please continue. Yeah, but I mean, like, I think... Like, banging every, that drum. Every, every good series needs to have... The horse is dead and you keep kicking it. Needs to have a failure and needs to lose their leader mm-hmm. at some point to have that really hopeful, you yeah. know, success. I just, just wish you'd have told them the plan. That's really the... Of all the the Canto Bite Casino scene, I, I after watching it a second time, I'm like, all right, whatever. It's it's not great, but I, I can move past it. Yeah. Every other thing in the movie, I can move past. The Rose, the, Rose, I think is 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 a character that doesn't get used to her full potential. I think she's an amazing character. I think that they don't. I don't think they do enough with her personally. But the one thing that bugs the hell out of me is that what is her name with the purple hair? She's fucking amazing. Laura uh, Dern. Yeah, Laura Dern. Laura Dern. Uh, yeah. Laura Dern's character. Is amazing, and she's an amazing character, and she, she does was amazing stuff. Such an, a great character, such a badass. Yeah. But damn it, tell the people what's going on. And yeah. this is the thing that always bugs me: if you can solve a major problem with two people have a single conversation, then that's a problem. Okay, but they didn't know, know how they were being tracked through subspace. They didn't know if they had a mole amongst them. Yeah. So basically, Laura Dern was the Albus Dumbledore uh, of that story. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, and even with Albus, with Albus Dumbledore, you have a you have long enough to understand that he's mysterious, and he's like, I really should have shared this stuff. I'm really sorry about that. I'm dead now. Um, but the spoilers? Um, Not at this point. <laughs> like the the, the, the and last gay, po- even the though last they don't show it. Like right, and I'm also I'm also gay, but you'll never find out about my love life. The only by reputation. <laughs> If we go my reputation, I'm also gay. So whatever. Back when <laughs> back when book six was was first released, one of my friends. Uh, started a blog that was completely unrelated to Harry Potter, but the title of the blog was Dumbledore pa- Dies on Page 694. <laughs> That's messed up. Wow. Oh, it was so bad. Wow. But I had already read the book, so it was hilarious. Oh, that's <laughs> messed. That is messed up. messed up. But anyway, but yeah, I do wish I do wish you to just like, hey, I've got a plan, guys. That's all. Mm-hmm. I can't. Anyway, uh, but re- so anyway, so yeah, but that's why I, p- I pledged my ten dollars to if we make com because I'm sure this is gonna work out just great. Totally. I mean, absolutely. What could yeah. go wrong? Here's here's a pro tip: uh, if you're going to go fund something, and it's not through a funding website, <laughs> you're probably not gonna get what you expect out of this. <laughs> so, like, there's a lot of websites that they could use for uh, to track those funding pieces, but yeah. um, yeah. I'd like to tell you that we're going to follow this story. We're not. Ha. Aw. Maybe, oh, you know what's a quick, maybe just a little bit. You know what's a quick little story that we didn't talk about? What's that? We have a name for the next uh, Spider-Man movie. Oh, we do. Far From Home. Yeah. <gasps> oh. Oh. Homecoming oh. followed by Far From Home. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. 
to doing the home thing. Mm-hmm. I know, but like that could mean so many things. I, I have I'm like I'm fangirling so hard because like the rumor mill said that Timothy Chalamet is in talks for being uh oh my god. Mysterio? Uh, no, um Harry. Harry Osborne? Yes. Ooh. Yes. So I'm like Ooh. <sighs> Jake Gyllenhaal is confirmed though. Yeah, that's rumored. Well, that's true. Uh, and actually, they were saying that there's some other stuff I was seeing too with this one too, where they said the um, the so Spider-Man Four is going to take place immediately after Avengers Four. I mean, Spider-Man, Spider-Man 2. Two. Sorry, Spider-Man Two is going to take place immediately after Avengers Four. So in case anybody was just convinced that Tom Holland was going to die, and Ant-Man uh, and the Wasp is happening concurrently with right. Avengers. Well, but 3. this one, but this one, part of this is supposed to be about, and what I'm starting to get into. Because uh, I talked before about Mysterio being just not a great villain. It's <laughs> it's a stretch. Right. But where this could work is if we're talking about it, we're talking about Tom Holland. Uh, sorry, talking about Spider-Man dealing with the events immediately after Avengers Four. Mm-hmm. And as we know, like the original See, Avengers. See, now I'm just pissed off all over again because mm-hmm. uh, like. Because everything is ruined. Because there is no such thing as a cliffhanger anymore in the Marvel Universe. But because you're yeah. giving us so much information in about the, what's coming out in the future. In the same breath, they did say that Peter Parker and T'Challa are permanently dead. What? What? Yes. So how the fuck are you going to make a Superman, or a Spider-Man, I'm sorry, a Spider-Man movie? Multiverse. Uh, 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 okay, like stop, <laughs> yeah, stop, just stop. multiverse. No. So no. there's a, the point is that him uh. dealing with the after effects of all of this is supposed to hit him really mm-hmm. hard, and that makes how is mis- it going to hit him really hard if he's permanently stop. dead? Stop. The point here is <laughs> that the uh, that this would make him if he's really like emotionally torn up. Mysterio as a villain becomes a viable option. Sure. Mysterio's whole thing is to play with your fears and like uh. Like to really manipulate your emotions and whatever. So, kind of like so, Scarecrow from so Batman. So is Mysterio just gonna yeah. walk, is Mysterio just gonna walk around with a handful of sand and throw it at him all the time? Uh, Who's playing with your fear? Poof. Carry a gauntlet around. <laughs> <sighs> all right. Oh, can we talk real quick? I'm sorry. The last, the last Jedi remake thing. The best thing about the entire last Jedi remake is Ryan Johnson's uh, reaction to it. He actually, this thing gained a whole lot of traction on the news sites because Ryan Johnson retweeted this. With uh, with his his tweet was ha 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 please let this happen <laughs> with a bunch of prayer hand emojis and sent it out with the link. So that was the best. Oh part no, of that it. might <sighs> actually get it financially backed. It's at three hundred million. What are you worried about? It's already there. <laughs> More than enough to remake it. Oh my god. Let's do this thing. Uh, let's do a wrap up here. Let's start with our book reviews, our book recommendations. Book recommendations come to us, coming to us, courtesy of JLMO. You can check out the McShane murder mystery mini ser- mini mystery series uh, on Kindle. You can also check out uh, her blog uh, and all this stuff. JLMO as one of our twenty dollars sponsors. We really appreciate her. So we hope that you will uh, show her some love. The books are ninety nine cents on Kindle, so it's worth checking them out. Uh, find out how the McShane mystery mystery goes. Really good stuff. So still waiting on book six. I like that you, s- that you accidentally say McSeries too. I get them all. There's too many M's. I'm not good with alliteration. <laughs> uh, so for our book recommendation. McShane, McMurder, McMysteries. <laughs> we are actually turning over to Katrina. 
Sue's all well prepared for a book recommendation. I'm actually, I really am. Um, so my friend Amanda and I just started um, a new YouTube show. We haven't released our first episode just yet, but we have the channel set up, and we've been releasing trailer, um, like little teasers on our Facebook page. We are called The Drunk Book Club, in which we read books first, but then we review them together in a book club setting, but completely drunk. And I also release videos of our cocktails that are themed around the um the books that we're reading uh our first episode will be about call me by your name by andre Osman. but our second book which i have started and it's finally getting good after chapter six um it is called the final girls by riley sager um which does have a recommendation by stephen king so i'm holding on the final um, girls by who riley sager okay see i am i'm not a thriller reader and our books are chosen by our Facebook fans so um so it's taking me a little bit longer to get into it maybe just because I I don't like suspense I don't like things I'm I'm more of an experiential emotional reader so long dragged out suspense the fact that like oh this is finally happening into chapter six I'm like all right so I'm struggling thank god for audiobooks um that's a really strong recommendation there. I I mean, <laughs> look, but that's this is me as a like as somebody who doesn't read this genre. And I'm forcing myself to read this genre, but hopefully I'll get through it and whatever my review is, my real review on the Drunk Book Club will be enjoyable. I know that my review on Call Me by Your Name will be very enjoyable because I was very drunk. And it was a wonderful story about um, a coming of age story if you've seen the movie as well. And like Lots of wonderful, you know, teen sex. Fantastic. <laughs> okay. So, what's your, so when you're when you're uh, consuming these stories for your for your book club, yes. Do you what's your preference? Do you prefer to read or do you prefer audiobooks? I prefer audiobooks just because I commute from Dr. Phillips to Winter Park every day, so I spend on average about like ten hours in a car a week. Oh, yeah. so audiobooks. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I haven't. Uh, people keep recommending them to me, and I have not delved into the world of audiobooks yet because I, love I'm still I, I such think a what I love about the audiobooks is that sometimes, like most of the times, autobiographies are you know read by the people who wrote them. So, yeah. like I've read, well, listened to Amy Poehler's book and uh -huh. Tina Fey's book and Nick Offerman's book. Um, recently, uh, James Comey, the former FBI director's book, which is fantastic, by the way. Um, I actually did Colin Powell's, and it was amazing. Yeah, so read I mean, so Colin like, Powell, so for the most part, my audiobooks are almost all like audio, like autobiographies, which yeah. I love. But then sometimes you'll get like big name actors who are yeah. reading them. So the um, one I'm reading now is read by Tim Curry. Fantastic. Oh, oh yeah. What, good. what book is that? It's called Morgan's Run by um, Colleen McCulloch. Let's, let's save that for next week's recommendation because right. that's awesome. Yeah. Um, and so that's one, oh, of, one of the best Curry, things I, I, could, I could find like other like fantastic authors who Audible now brings in for these. So they they become now with when you have the high caliber of actors, they're now like the old fashioned teleplays. They're no longer just like somebody's reading a book. Mm -hmm. Like they are fully acted and some if you get lucky if you find the right audiobook it has a multiplayer cast yeah mm. and it costs twice as much as a movie yeah <laughs> oh really yeah yeah but if you but it'll last a hell of a lot longer but yeah if well, you, for if sure if for you sure. have an audible account it's fine okay so that was uh the final girls by riley sager yes all right there's your book recommendation thank you again to jl mo for your love and support let's do liz's mom 
Doing Liz's mom. Doing Liz's mom. Sorry, mom. Uh, this week, this week, apologize. we don't have a joke, but we have more of a statistic brought to us by Liz's mom. Uh, did you know that 98% of cross-eyed teachers have trouble controlling their pupils? <laughs> <laughs> Patreon.com slash geeksafe. That's where you go to send us money. <laughs> He's still mulling it over. That's right. a, that was a good one. <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> All right. That was good. Let's do shameless plugs. Uh, let's start with uh, Liz. Why don't you shamelessly plug something for us? Hey, did you guys know that I play roller derby? What? Wait, what? What's roller derby? Uh, it's this. It's this sport where uh, everything's made up and the points don't matter. Oh, cool! <laughs> <laughs> uh, like the World Cup. We have our burn. Burn. <laughs> we have. Uh, the very last game of our travel team season coming up this Saturday at Barnett Park. It's a doubleheader, so it's going to be our A team, the Ozone Slayers, and our B team, uh, the Sunblockers. So you're going to get to see them square off against our uh, traveling opponents. And it's, uh, it's it's the last it's the last game, guys. Come support uh, come support our travel teams and come check us out. And then and then and then and then, and then in then. August you actually get to come see me play roller derby because then we start our home team season. Woohoo! So very excited, much excited. All right, Barnett Park, Dan. Four thirty. As Saturday, always, you June can 30th. find me at epiceventsorlando.com for all your DJ service needs. Um, and uh, I don't really have anything else, so I'll just say it's 74 days until football season starts and Miles Jack wasn't down. I don't know what Miles Jack is. I don't know what any of those words mean. Don't worry about it. All right. Katrina, Sports. do you have anything you want to <laughs> say? I, I kind of plugged it already. Do the, it again. The Drunk Book Club on YouTube and Facebook. Um, myself and my friend Amanda, we... Read books. Are you sure you don't want to plug your fan fiction? Because this would be a great time to um, plug your fan fiction. I'm pretty sure that if you do some investigating, you will find me. Mm. Let's leave it at that. You will find me. You don't me. have to. You don't have to. And I, I do have two separate Facebook pages now. Like mm. my alter ego fan fiction writer name. <gasps> ha I have that. And then I have like my real one that most of you are friends with me on. And if you have noticed that I'm not as active on that because I don't have fans in this life. <laughs> <laughs> I, like okay, we're gonna we're gonna leave it there. Yeah. Uh, All I just I want you to know no. that I am an excellent Facebook stalker. Let me know, uh, Eli. <laughs> anything you like to finish shamelessly plug? Mm -mm. No, right. not shamelessly. No. Not this week. Uh, I got a couple. I know. I know. Uh, a couple things I want to print. Um, first, I actually want to do. I don't know if if you guys have been keeping up uh, with Archer. The animated series that comes out with uh, John Benjamin as Archer and uh -huh. the thing. That show uh, has always been funny, but what they're doing right now from a storytelling perspective is phenomenal. Uh, really interesting. If you don't like the humor, you're not going to like it anyway, and that's perfectly fine. It's not for everybody. I hated The Office. I didn't like Seinfeld, <gasps> so I know. It's just that that, that wasn't my bag. But... Um <laughs> yeah, you know, because the office is amazing. Yeah, the, your the, your, your opinions office, are invalid. The office is I, like a, I a don't, benchmark of I, quality I, comedy for this I generation. I just finished binging the whole thing. I can't stand cringe comedy. I don't like awkward comedy. I just I don't Would like you really it. Consider the the office. Everything comedy? involving Michael. In 2018, it is. Fair. All right. No, no, no. Everything involving Michael Scott. Everything involving Dwight. 
just time's up on Michael Scott. If you go back and yeah. watch, yeah. time's yeah. up. Yeah. Just, yeah. just when he just, I just really. Ugh. Anyway, the point here is, um, so if you don't like the Archer style of comedy, that's fine. You're not gonna like it. That's good. But they have, uh, they went from their normal story and then they jumped in and did a season where they basically did a like they were Miami Vice. Yep. And yeah, they so just the wrapped season, up the last Magnum PI uh, style, like uh, uh, and then they they just jumped again mid season to go sci-fi. Um, so that is the that's the most insane part of all like and it's really, really interesting. It's really worth checking out. The last season that I watched was Archer Vice. How far behind am I? About two and a half seasons. Two, okay. Uh, and it's just, it's just so, and like, not even, not even forget how funny it is. It's just what they're doing with the storyline is so interesting. Um, Archer Dreamland was a noir setting, and it was mm-hmm. just amazing. So, uh, if you're not watching Archer and you enjoyed it at all, you should absolutely check it out. Also, want to plug. Uh, um, they retooled Symmetra and Overwatch. Oh, 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 they did. I didn't yes. catch that. I so, knew they were doing it, but I haven't seen her retooled. If you if you enjoy playing Overwatch at all, Symmetra was has always been a support character. She's now they've now shifted over to more of a defense character. Her they did a bunch of really interesting things with her. I won't go through it all right now, but uh, uh, if you enjoyed it at all, it's absolutely worth checking out. I just love it. And the last one, I know that you guys are going to make fun of me for it, and I don't care. Mm-hmm. Volcano Bay is the shit. Now you told me you went, and then I was like, "Yeah, it's Volcano Bay." But then you explained like the lazy river they have. Let me tell you that. Like, so there's legit. a lazy river, like every other lazy river yeah. that you've ever been on, right? You get in, you go around. There's a bunch of there's a bunch of guys in rat and, and and the big inner tubes, and you get stuck in whatever. But they also have a, a, what they call a rage, a fearless river, a raging river, whatever. Yeah. And on this one, everyone has to wear life jackets. And the lazy river moves. This river moves a lot faster and has a mini wave machine built into it. So it's 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 a non lazy river. It is not a yeah. You it's like just a you, river. <laughs> you just literally like you. All I did on this thing was pick my feet up, aim my feet downstream, and just go. Uh, and it was I mean like there's a, there's several really good bars throughout the park, and they have the thing with the digital line. So you know, like mm-hmm. the fast pass and all these deals. You walk up, you tap in, and it says come back in an hour, and then you alternate between the lazy rivers and the bar and wait till it's time to go ride your ride your ride. And that's what it is for the entire park. There's no lines in the entire park. You just tap in and wait. I gotta tell you, dude. Like I've always enjoyed water parks. I know some people are really grossed out. It's fine, um, but this is the best water park I've ever been to. Period. It's just the shit. I think as a teenager, I really enjoyed water parks, and ever since, I'm just grossed out by them. Well, okay, so the scientist in me will tell you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know mm-hmm. it's weird, but I signed, I did that for yep. a while. Mm-hmm. Um, I know people are concerned about what people do in the water and all that stuff. Here's no. the deal. Uh, oh, that's not what grosses you out? No. Okay, what grosses you out? Just that many people walking around barefoot. Mm. Uh, that's legit. That's actually that. completely legit. Yeah. Um, but the water, uh, for those who are concerned about that yeah, portion of yeah. it, uh, there is uh, the amount of chlorine that they put in the water. Nothing lives in that. Nothing. Not, nothing. Even, not even people. No, <laughs> people would die. People would absolutely die in that water. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, if you wear water shoes, that'll take care of the rest of it. I guess. Yeah. I just really personally happen to enjoy it. Uh, that's going to do it. So I covered my shameless plugs. I covered that. I covered that. Good. We're all set. So, folks, we want to uh, say thank you guys so much for listening. I uh, want to say a big thank you to Katrina for coming on out and hanging out with us. It was so great to have you on the show again. No, it's been a long time. Um, a really long time. We miss you, Tyree, and I promise I'll have wine for you next time. Please don't stay <laughs> mad at me. Uh, but if you do, I understand. It's That's my fault. Uh, oh, and don't forget that our final episode of Dreams of Delos is now available. That's true. Our final episode. If you were a Westworld fan, even keeping up with Dreams of Delos, our final episode is now live. With uh, all four of us, including Nixie. We, oh, yeah. Nixie from There's No Place Like Terror was mm-hmm. on, and she's just the best. 
She's so much better at your job than you. She is. <laughs> she's better than me. It's, I'm not even like hesitant. In, no, no, she's better. Uh, luckily, she just does a Stargate podcast because if she did the geek style lifestyle podcast, I'd, be, I'd be in trouble. Don't do it, Nixie. Stay with your job. Stay in your lane. Uh, <laughs> Hashtag stay in your lane 2018. Yeah. Nixie knows. <laughs> I'm not going to apologize. Oh. Stop being better than me at everything. Uh, that's going to do it for us. This is uh, uh, Make sure you guys ch- check us out. Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, maybe. I don't know. if we Do we still have that? Oh, it's super. It's yeah? Too. All right. Fantastic. Did you just get muted again? Yep. Oh, he was preparing yeah, for the outro. I was preparing for outro. Uh, oh, oh, so I didn't we... expect anybody else to talk besides Al from here on out. That's, Remember, that's... there's that 30-minute portion between finishing the show and then actually playing the outro music. Yeah. Right. We're right. in that portion. Until next time, this is Al Sterling saying, I don't know the rules now. Do you think there's any chance it might grow back? <laughs>